Hello and welcome to episode 139 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. It is James and Jack here with you this week. Yes, we've picked him back up from the crash and Jack <laughs> has returned to the Talking Wednesday podcast. And I'm not talking about his age there, I'm talking about his mental age. Hello, Jack. How are you, my friend? I'm great. I mean, I've not been on. I'm still I'm still here. I'm still I still exist. Um I've basically just been working a retail job and a retail job has been a retail job about said shifts that I've been doing which has then meant that I had I was working the entire time that either Twitter needed to be done or an episode needed to be done and despite my me saying please please can I have these specific time slots off they were like no you'll be in when we tell you that you're going to be in so that's that's been wonderful um but finally I've got 2 days off and so here I am on the time of recording. Uh, Is it one of those jobs where you can go like seven to ten days on or just 13 days on in some situations and then you have your days off? If they need it, yes. Yes, basically. Yes. I, I remember doing hotel work and there was sometimes the way, because you're meant to obviously have two days off a week, but the way they can work it is sometimes they'd stack it at some point and if it came, at, I can't remember exactly when it was, but if it came at a certain point, you would then be on for 13 days. And it was not fun. That's effectively what I'm doing right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then when you do late earlies, which I'm not sure are fully like legal, to be oh, honest. Oh, they're not. They're, they're not. It's they're like, definitely not. It's like <laughs> I'd finish at 11. And then I'd be back on for six-ish. I think it was half that, six or something. Yeah. The earliest you should have been on was 11 in the morning. There has to be a 12-hour gap between um, the end of the previous shift and the start of the next one. So Some places get away with weird things, don't mm, they? Yeah. But there we go. That was, that, go. That was ancient history. I, I couldn't do it again. Genuinely, I would be unemployed if I had to go back into that because I have the. I think you all have the patience of the saints, the people that yes. stick out in that yes. sort of thing. The amount of people i had to deal with that i'm just like you are being ridiculous Mm. you know but there we go um i mean i'm i'm only actually doing it so that i can use the wage i get to buy like content creation related items that may be a bit pricey and then i'm getting out and focusing on that sort of stuff again and maybe one day you'll actually stick to a schedule yes yes i know i know (laughs) I posted a meme the other day on on X, not uh, a certain website starting with that, but the now formed X that used to be Twitter, and it was the Skyrim guard, and I just put my logo over it, and he's, I said, <laughs> I used to be a streamer like you until I took an arrow to the schedule, and it a few people found schedule. that funny. Ske- schedule, schedule, schedule. I, look, oh, I, I'm just starting making you think about that word now, haven't I? Yes, yes. Until I took oh anyway there we go and a few people it, found it's it good funny. to have you back thank you Jack. thank you James Wembley I, seems I a long long me. time ago now yes. doesn't it oh it really does. there's been so much there's been so much and it's just a, such a short space of time but also Phil Star I haven't forgotten look the light is on oh just God. for you I there think you go. he's gotten over it uh, I think I, he's gotten over I, it look I'm a big fan you of haven't. I'm a big fan of dragging on jokes until well past the sell by date or the funny by date or something so there we go i'm doing it again anyway yes here we go well uh, other than that and everything you know your your work and all of that how's your week been in general um it's been good because i got told i got beaming feedback for my voice work that i'm doing on a certain project that's coming out soon uh you will have to talk about that yeah i can basically say that i'm in it but i can't say anything else amazing yes cool Good old NDA. I, ca- I can't actually talk about it any in any more depth than that until it comes out. So. Do you know when it's like one of my favorite like projects that I could possibly be in and you went, oh yeah, I'll just get you some more information on it and then just didn't. And then yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> me going, oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he, he announces he's casting something and I go, oh, cheers, mate. I oh, see how this friendship works. <laughs> He's I, one of them. I did oh yeah, let me know forgot. if you let me know if you hear of any opportunities. Yeah, yeah I'll do that yeah. for you, Jack. I yeah. will do that. Right? <laughs> there we 
we it are. was an open casting call. I thought you were following. If you were subscribed to their YouTube channel, you would have seen the opening casting, open casting call. Do we not thing. forget that my so mo my my motto is I'm always busy, mate. I didn't even yeah, I mean, know true. they were cast I knew they were going to be casting eventually, but when I yes. was looking at the project, I didn't realize how far down the line it was going to be. But it's all right. I'm not bitter. That's why you've not been on the no, podcast in a month. Yes. No, I'm joking. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, why you shelved me for so long until you could get over it. <laughs> and now I've stopped crying. No, I actually think it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I just hope it um, doesn't get interrupted because a lot of them can um, those projects in terms of depends how oh, supported it, they it, are. It, it genuinely got interrupted by Starfield coming out. Because all the hype would have yeah. been around that, and it kind of unalived the uh, the hype around this particular project. Notice how I said unalived, because I don't want you to get demonetized in the first. No, I appreciate that. He's, you you where, know the system. Whereas systems. there's uh, there's there's Jake who just comes straight out with it immediately. Oh, we've we've k worded the, <laughs> the, the 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 whatever it is within like yes. two minutes. It's ah. Oh. Anyway, it is Jake's uh, birthday today, yes. which is why he's not here. Time so technically, recording. I didn't actually want to bring Jet back in either. It was a necessity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, here I am again, the person that nobody was asking for. Here I am again. No, it's it's good to have you back, mate. It's good to Thank chat you. to you because, to be you. honest, we've not really had time to speak either. Yeah. So that's why it's it's just uh, getting all the banter out of the Absolutely. way first. I think. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, uh, in terms of my week, my week has been all right, thank you. Uh, I was tell about you what to weird, ask that, though. but you got there I know, first. It's fine. I'm only joking. Um, one weird change I've made in my life over the past few months is I don't really have caffeine. Oh. So moving to caffeine-free drinks. And they're, no real they're not really different, so I don't know why we, we willingly take all this caffeine on. Hmm. There you go. That's my two cents today. Nice. You know, if you drink like zero drinks, oh, they I, might yeah. sweeten slightly differently. There's a slightly yeah. different taste, but there's not really that much of a difference. So I don't know why we have so much caffeine all mm. the time. Apart from I miss the caffeine that helps keep you awake. Yeah. There's caffeine in what you're drinking right now. Uh, no, I've got zero caffeine. Zero. Oh, you, I've oh, been you've doing it, it as for well. a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I know I started getting a bit of like kidney pain a while ago, oh, dear and God. and I was like, oh, I'll just go to the doctor and ask them about it. And they said, are you drinking a lot of caffeinated drinks? And I said yes. And they said, well, that's putting your kidneys into like overdrive all the time. So yeah, you know, just just get rid of caffeine for a while, you'll be fine. So that's what I'm doing again at the moment. So, it's not that it's it is quite annoying actually because you realize yeah. how hard that is when you go out so like i have to make certain exceptions in certain places like but i can do oh, it's easier yeah. to do that and then like um be able to sort of still manage it i think it's like also it's like if you're cutting drink as well isn't it you can hmm. then just like you can either not drink or you can moderate your drink yeah. a little bit easier. It's, it's just one of them things. But yeah, that's a really boring fact for everyone. But nice. I did notice how many things have it in. I was like, oh, just drink Iron Brew or something. That's got loads of it. Oh, I love yeah. Iron Brew. Mm. Um, everything that's basically from the Coca-Cola company is naturally just got caffeine in it. All the sugars, all the non-sugars. And then the, the only thing you can really drink is Fanta. So mm. there you go. Or water, but I've not reached that phase where I'm only going to drink water. I drink the amount of water I need to, but life life is too short. For Life's too short just to water. just for just hydration. You need hydration with spice or flavor. You know, it's exactly. But we are recording this podcast later than we usually are yes. uh, in the day, which is which does mean I've uh, just had some lunch and therefore still have my cup of soft drink hence i brought the conversation up but yes nice since we've last spoken sheffield wednesday were abysmal multiple times um i think you were last joined when have you been on the podcast since cisco has been manager um that's an excellent question i can't remember i don't know if, if you any have. of you listeners can remember leave it in the youtube comments about when i was last on there you go that's the fun. But yeah. Ooh, so he came and went. Ooh. Helping what the did algorithm. You okay, let's, um, let's, yes. let's catch up with your take on that. What was your uh, 
What was your think? Th- think? What was your think? What, what was your what was thoughts? My think? What were um, your thoughts, Jack, on the whole Zisco saga? Uh, my thoughts. Well, I thought it was an absolute go. Um, I, I, and I, yes, I censored it. Don't you worry. Yes, Don't I you heard worry. it. The algorithm gods will not take this video down. Um, I mean, you've already done I, one earlier, which I don't know if I'm going to be able to clip clip out. Or oh, not, we'll I, no! Don't you worry. It was before. It was before we started re- doing the the podcast. Anyway, no, one was it not? No, it's all right. I've marked oh it. I'll oh try no. and find it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Carry on. Anyway, um, yeah, I just thought at, at the outset, I thought this looks promising. You know, he seems to have a lot of ideas and and whatnot. But as time progressed, it seemed to sort of say to me that he didn't do his due diligence on how we got promoted on what came before on what the team how the team could play he just wanted to brute force his own vision and rip up the old vision rather than work to the strengths of the squad and work to the strengths of the even work to the strengths of the players he brought in because and and even then a couple of them i don't even think the sodden footballers quite frankly with Without the, I don't think you could probably even make but, a properly judge, like, proper judgment on them under that that mm, management. Yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, as well at the end, towards the end, the last few games, it, it seemed as though the players were just trying to play him out of the job. They, it seemed like the players just did not want to play for him anymore, and that's arguably could be why we didn't have all that great performances. And then obviously Tomo goes back to what he knows because of the players that have been here for more than just this summer window and we seem to have a lot of improvement and a lot of people actually thought including myself and i will gladly say that i was wrong about a few of these players that our squad from the promotion season wouldn't hold up in the championship <laughs> reese <And> james <coughs> yes yes. Uh, yes what was that we i remember oh, that oh i don't know i don't know I book- I, you know oh. when you know when somebody really sad on twitter bookmarks something I, I did that in my brain <laughs> during that. Marks what I was like, hmm, Reese James, I don't know about him. Yeah. Um, and I, it, it seems like they actually can hold up in the championship against quite a decent opposition. Uh, you were writing and, him off because he's like 30 or something. You were like, oh, I, can't I was writing him off because like, you know, it was basically like, oh, well, he's played for several clubs that have got promoted out of League One before, and he's almost immediately been transferred over to another League One club that's wanted to get promotion. Um, and it, clearly he's doing very well for us. Um, well, I say that in the one game that he's properly he's doing better than the other player than the other in what with the ones we've seen him yeah and the other player that's been playing in that position so far. Um, and I just think overall it was just a terror. Like you know, one of those appointments when you just wish that you could forget it. It was basically another Tony Pulis in my opinion, yes. of why the hell did we get them as the manager? What was the point? Um, and I sort of... I mean, I understand, actually, probably why we didn't get Danny Gull to begin with, um, because of how, like, German national team co- uh, contracts work. Because um, even though at the time... Uh, anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. But to me, it feels like we should have got Röhl uh, to begin with. And then I don't think... I I keep try I want to pronounce it in the German proper way. You know what I mean. Just I don't say want to rule. keep saying. Just say rule. Rule. It feels di- it feels dirty and horrible to to say it in like the English. What do you know what I mean? I, know I what don't you know. Mean. Yeah, because but you just reminded me of Derek Ray. What? Why? You know on FIFA always... FIFA oh, commentary. Yes. Yeah. Like he's and he's like Kevin De Bruyne, <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> and he's like <laughs> and Bruno Fernandes and stuff the like Bruno that. And you just li- <laughs> you just listening, going yeah. Why are you saying? I know it that's like probably that. the way you're meant to say it, <laughs> yeah. but why does he say it like that? Well, yeah, I mean it, it's legendary because you actually watch him. Like I watched him actually commentate an actual game, and I don't think I'd ever heard him do that over like FIFA. And it was great because he talks like that, which makes it brilliant. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The you know? immersion levels are immense. Yeah. But yeah. when... Mm, <laughs> I just want to be respectful and say it how the Germans probably say it. I don't know. But it just sort of feels to me like we should have had real to begin with. You know, why Why did we not appoint him? And I think that was potentially potentially a, a thing that we wanted. Mm. We can We can move on to that now. So obviously yeah. we've had... 
we've had Rill come in. We, we don't know too much about the situation uh, in terms of who's bringing in staff-wise. There is some rumours. Give me the two names. So there's the sports um, scientist. There is, there is the uh, sports... Well, it's the sports psychologist. So basically, Tom Bates, uh, the his version of Tom Bates, uh, who's called Sasha Lentz. Um, and there's also, finally, finally, and this is according to the star, by the way, just to credit them for the report. Um, and there's also uh, Benjamin Ellisman, um, who is effectively the re uh, replacement, finally, to Dean Hughes, um, who's the former chief scout of RB Leipzig. Um, and I think there was an American club that he was the chief scout for. Uh, and yes, but mainly, he's mainly worked for um, uh, chief scout. Yes, chief scout at uh, RB Leipzig. Um, and he was also working under Ralph Ragnick uh, at Manchester United. Yes. Who was David Downs to us? Was he our head of recruitment? Or he was the head of recruitment. He was, he was both. He was basically both. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah, so um, that's uh, the fight. Finally, we've got a replacement for him. So I think that's yeah. You said Dean well. Hughes, and I was like, yeah. he's yeah, the one not that David went Downs. to David Downs. Sorry, David Downs. I mean, look, yeah, yeah, David Downs, the one that went to Blackpool. Yes, his replacement. Sorry, not Dean Hughes. I did think that's what David you meant, Downs. but I just wanted to yes, clarify for yes, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's who I meant. Yeah, I've had a, yes, I've had um, a lack think, of sleep for so many weeks now. It's oh, it's getting to it's me. Right. Anyway. I yes. didn't even make the ice gem comment. We had a thing off camera. Oh where god! We... Yeah, it's for the for the audio listeners. I look like an ice We've gem because learned... I'm trying to grow my hair out a bit, and it's. And I it's think in... it's going to be fabulous when you grow it out. Yeah, it's it's in the awkward I, phase. That didn't sound where... as sincere as I meant it to when I said it. it. Yeah, it's just in that really awkward phase where it just always looks terrible in any way that you do it. You know. Have you got the moustache, by the way, that you were repping on Twitter? Our feed's not great, I, so I don't know if I can see they, it. Or have you, no, have you, have you chickened I, out and you got I rid? chickened out and I chickened out and I shaved it all to the same length of stubble. And But I, I will be doing Movember. I absolutely will I be am, doing Movember. I, I am debating. I don't want because I'm not going to do like a... I think for Movember, I might do something for once. Mm. Um, but I'm not going to take the whole thing off. Mm -hmm. I think I might end up with like a goatee and a mustache, and I've never done that. And I could look a bit predatory, but we <laughs> we might give it a go. <laughs> I, I could look a little bit seventies certain mm. star, you know. But um, <laughs> I think I, I, look, I could look like I belong in beige and flares and stuff. Mm. But you, we you, could, you, um, you really are a hipster, James. Oh my god. Oh my but god. I just uh, <laughs> I, I I realized that since I'd grown the beard, mm. I've had it for yeah. probably five years, five, six years. Um obviously not the same one. Mm. I, that kind of goes without saying. And I don't really like having a long beard. I've I've noticed. I've done that before. But I think if I take the sides off mm. Could you could do the a... opposite of November, and you could shave the mustache off, but keep the uh, keep everything else, and do and. <laughs> now the mu you see the problem is the reason I kind of want to do it this way is the mustache. I remember yeah. trying to grow one for the first ah. time. And it's probably better now because I'm I'm older, but like it took ages to come in, like ages. Mm. And my facial hair grows quite quick now, but I just remember the mustache was not thick for a long time. Mm. But also, I think it would be quite cool to have a twirly moustache. Oh, yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I've got the sort of facial hair type where basically if I let my moustache grow, it'll turn into the proper, like, Magnum P.I. Tom Selleck. You look, yeah, you look, you look like an American like, cop. American you cop stash, you know, the big thick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, my genetics will give me that. So I'm very happy about that because I do love a good thick. But... I girthy mustache you know. i think it's great that i think it, it, we'll talk about football again oh yeah sorry point. sorry um, listeners of but footballing I think, interests nah it's been i've missed this it's been a while uh since we've just talked rubbish but yeah. the uh the way we oh my god what was i gonna say we need the sports psychology so sports science that sort of thing i thought this oh kind yeah of sports psychologist oh, this. yeah mm. yeah that that kind of um person to come in and actually get into the heads of the players a little bit more and 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 have that 
that mental side of the game is going to be a big thing, especially they needed picking up after the playoffs. They also they're going to need picking up after this ten game thing coming oh, yeah. in with a belief. But in terms of the rule appointment, what did you think when you heard about that and the way it all went down and the fact that obviously he's going to be the man to take Wednesday forward? I was absolutely over the moon uh, to get considering the clubs that he's worked at and the the experience that he will have sort of gained from working under the managers that he's worked under. I actually can't believe that we've got him quite frankly i you know Bayern. you don't get working for the german national team for Bayern munich for rb leipzig and southampton oh no did he work for rb leipzig i can't remember he himself yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. the, that's the yeah, club yeah. he built oh with, yes of well, course with the yes of course yeah. with ragnick with ragnick yeah yeah. yeah yeah and like to work under the people that he has at such a young age as well and to get into the German national team coaching setup at such a young age, I mean, even Southampton fans um, have said that he was effectively the reason that they almost had the Europa League spots a few years ago when they, you know, before it all went to doo doo, and they are where they are now. Um, but I'm just I, checking because I, I don't know. Was it? I'm getting confused. I think they were like, I think they were eighth for a while in the Premier League a couple of no, years ago. No, the Leipzig. Hassan, I don't know. Hassan. I don't. I don't know if it was. Oh yeah. I don't know if it was. Because um... wasn't he in Ralph Ragnick's coaching setup? There? I don't know if it was Ragnar Ragnick at. I don't think it was Ragnick at. Keep going, but I don't. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Might, I might be wrong, but I'm not sure it was Ragnick at. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Ragnick at Southampton and yeah. not at Leipzig. But carry carry on. Um, oh no, it was Hassel Hutton at Southampton. Yeah, Ralph Hassel Hutton. Southampton. Ah, with um, this, it, basically some big names. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the caliber of of that he brings is quite ridiculous. I haven't actually. I know. I'm sorry to bring his name up, and yes, he's given you your most viewed video ever on your channel until I think probably not anymore. The carry on. Not anymore. But I have not been this hyped up about a manager coming in since Steve Bruce, um, because the caliber oh, that God. he offers is immense and i with our situation and with all the negative press surrounding the chairman that's recently been everywhere um i can't believe we've managed to pull off a a managerial signing like this and i just really hope please mr chancery just let him do his work and not yeah. interfere and micromanage because that letting him just get to work with with the team that he wants to bring in is exactly how we progress and we get to this Premier League targets that you set for 2017. Um, finally. <laughs> Six years on. Six years on, here we there. are. We've been in League One. We got. A um, run. We, we have had a promotion under under Mr. Chance here, yes. But it was to get true. back to the Championship. And then that was because uh, he wasn't getting involved too much. He was letting Darren Moore just get to work. And clearly doing that is how you bring success. Micromanaging and interfering does not get you so much success as we have seen. Miss, with a, I'll add a bit to that yes. in a second. Yes. Leipzig was actually interesting because it was Hassan Hootler. He was the manager. Ragnick was oh. the sporting director. Yes. Yeah. So they were both there. Um. So it's one of those things where and, yes, yeah. I, I knew something something in my brain was was firing. Yeah. There. In terms of um, what we were just saying about Chancery, the press conference, he did seem to let him. He, he didn't go off on any tangents about Carton Palmer, so that was a plus. Yep. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. Didn't seem to have an attack at anyone. He kind of did it. He introduced the manager. He actually, actually, if you watch some of the, I watched the playback of it actually, and he introduced him and let him spoke, speak. Yeah. And I was like, yes. That is what we needed what the we previous wanted. time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I, as I said on the last podcast with Jake, it, it alleviated my fears that he's not going to, he's not going to just leave the club out to dry. Cause yeah. the one thing we can say, um, even though I know there's still a lot of Chancery out there and stuff like that. And I'm, to be honest, I'm still not happy. That statement still left a bad taste in my mouth. He hasn't just let the club sink to a point of like, he, he's had his, he's had his go and he's got his anger out, but then he's looked at it and gone, I need to look after this club in this regard. And he's yeah. done his job as the chairman and he is got rid of Zisco, 
made his mistake. Probably not admitted he made the mistake, but you kind of your actions when you sack a manager in that situation, it's pretty a big tell. And he's brought in somebody who does look promising. And I actually think this is the better way forward now. The more I think about it, the more I'm excited. In terms of, I do stress though, this season is crucial. We can't go down again. No, we can't. And that's why it's going to be a bit of a trial by fire. We can't go down again. And we are not in a great position to not do that. But there is a lot of games to play. I just need the players. We need the players to to make sure they've got their heads switched on and yeah. just buy into the manager and just do what he says. Don't play. Don't do that sort of five games, ten games. Senior senior players in the squad go. Oh, I'm not sure about this guy. Is it right? Past guy wasn't very good. Chairman's reported this guy's not been. Buy in. Do the work. Yeah. Because leave, leave your egos at the door. You know. Yeah. Pretty much. And you'd hope that that kind of goes without saying, but um, we we need that approach going forward. We need that heads down, get to work. But mm. I think if he be, he's able to bring some, some team in, I know he talked about bringing like three of his team in, and then one one like English coat, uh, one English member of staff or something. I think he it was did talk about that, th- didn't he? I think it was five. I think he said he wants to bring five, oh, five. coaches in plus um, plus uh, a, an experienced English. Um, British coach or something. Um, I just wonder who that's going to be. I'm really curious who this... Who who he would know, like a coach that has worked in those circles and, and, and stuff, that he would know that is also an experienced British coach. Because clearly he wouldn't bring in just people that he's never really worked with before or, or has no knowledge of. So I just wonder who that would be. I think that's the question on everybody's minds at the moment. Um, mm. is It's more than... At the moment, because obviously the transfer window is well and truly over until January, like, um, and obviously the, the the chairman's statement suggests we won't really be bringing players in for very much money, etc. Um, if any money at all, uh, I think probably the biggest question is who the heck is he going to fill the backroom with and stuff. And I, I'm curious myself if he's if he himself is the caliber of coach that he is. Who the heck is he going to be bringing in? Are we going to be thinking, wow, how the hell have we got them in? A bit like when we, uh, do you remember when we got Tony Strudwick in the door and everyone was thinking, oh yes. my God, how have we managed that? Like a Premier League mid-table to higher end table team would probably want him. And they did, clearly. Arsenal, he's now the <laughs> head, yeah. of, head, yeah. head of uh, physio or head of sports science for their academy now, isn't he? So like i think i think the thing is with uh we've got to make sure we don't get carried away as well yeah on the other end oh yeah because he is 34 he's a young man he spoke this week about not actually being intimidated by players that are older than mm. him he's had players that are older him in sort of like Lewandowski and stuff like that so you know um and somebody commented something wow now he's coaching sheffield wednesday so, jesus yeah i know he's gone from like Lewandowski wow. to uh to fletcher up front <laughs> um but it's uh i'm not i really want fletch to come good by the way i'm not knocking our yeah. own players oh, yeah, there. Yeah. he's still yeah. our player at the minute he, he's i think he admittedly you say he's not been great because he's not but um none of this none of this team have there has been some signs from the zisco era that though that some of those players might be half decent like i think i think bernard for example oh yeah um i think um valentin looks good there's um hang on well, Diaby looked great, and then he got injured. Yeah. But players to come back through the door. Okay, Jack, do you think we'll now see Marvin Johnson get registered in that last slot, or do you think he'll yes. wait for a free agent? Yes, he's definitely going to get re-registered. Most definitely. I think. I honestly think it is a crime that he didn't get registered. What? Why freeze players out like that? This is what I don't understand. Why treat them in such a just, oh, I don't want to play with you, anymore and just drop him you know you know in toy story 2 when like he just drops yeah, woody in the bin like he just did that with marvin johnson and just cast him adrift for no uh, and had no I, good I reason for why. it did he no, no it was just I, I just don't get it you can't that's exactly how you lose a dressing room when you treat players like that that especially when it they're an integral part well. of the original group because i, I was like he's not gonna he's, he's like if he's going to play a winger, surely Marvin Johnson would actually thrive a little bit more because yeah. he could play him as a winger and he doesn't have to do the defensive duty. I think, quite frankly, that whole situation just proves that Cisco didn't do his research ahead of being our manager. He didn't actually see, oh, look how integral 
he was in many of the important games in the promotion season and even the season before that. How many crosses he was getting? He was like, the, wasn't he? What is he amazing? The most, what, I, what I love um, about crosses it is... Crosses or assists or something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. And With the thing is, uh, do you remember like the season before, the, our fan base were going, oh, I'm not sure about oh, this guy. He's yeah. not great in that. And yeah, then yeah. it carried on. But then as soon as like he got shunned out, all of us went, nah, we're not having nah, that, mate. We're not having this. <laughs> which is just not Which is off. great. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, it's, it's he obviously posted on his Instagram story that um, he, he, he put back soon. Um, mm. so, or soon, or soon back. back. Was soon it soon back? Was it soon back? Yeah, soon, soon back. back. And everyone was like, oh, it's a mirror. It's actually back soon, but he's doing a funny reflection <laughs> thing. Oh. And yeah, I think I think um I think he will be a it'll be a boost to to have those players in there. You mm. need that core. I think it doesn't help that we've had players like Bannon out injured and stuff like that. But I think yeah. from what from what you can probably gather is Bannon's probably been like struggling to play those games knowing the sporting world he's probably been on injections you know the, yeah. the, the stuff what they the old football manager get through this match and then you're out for 10 days sort of thing yeah. he's probably kept doing that sort of thing um and it takes a toll so he's had that spell out but i think having those players back having someone like johnson i think it's going to be it's going to be important to to keep ca- recapture some of that spirit we had last season. You saw it. We got rid of the manager and we we got a draw. I mean, the Huddersfield game was awful, and it was quite funny. Everybody had everybody had started going, "Oh, Darren Moore, Darren Moore." And don't get me wrong, still think he shouldn't have got sacked sacked in the situation he did. Mm. I'm fully on that boat now. But it's weird. They saw him against Huddersfield and they were like, oh, typical Darren Moore performance, that Huddersfield are awful, awful sort of thing. And I was like, guys, can we make our mind up, please? Yeah, like we've just been saying since and this whole on, on a technicality, thing. he didn't get sacked. They just parted he ways. Did. No, he did. Oh, he did. No, he did. Thought... It came out. This is why I've oh, changed it. Yeah, yeah. Because really? Chancery oh. said, Chancery said he's he's letting go of him, but he said mutual. Chancery's words were oh. he he said to Darren Moore he'll say mutual consent because it looks better on your CV. Oh. Uh, see, this is how out of touch I've been for a little bit because I didn't realise that. Yeah. Oh, well, there we go. There we go. He actually was sacked after getting us up. But yes, Marvin Johnson would be a anyway. Big, uh, Marvin Johnson, yeah, big addition back in there. But the football's coming back. The international breaks are interesting. Um, oh yeah. I've not really. Did you watch the uh, England? Who did we play? Who did we play? It, Australia. I watched it. Australia. That's how forgettable it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eng- England, Australia. We won one was... nil. I didn't watch it. Uh, to be honest, I don't know what it is. Right. I just feel really. I at the moment, this is a whole other discussion. But Gareth Southgate, as the England manager and the tax, took the tactics that he employs as, for England. I just don't care about England at the moment because it's not exciting to watch. It's just. It's boring. It's so boring, and and the 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 spectacles that could be shown with the quality of players that are in those England sides, and yet it's just it's literally like watch. You know when when we were saying that Wednesday were winning ugly and really boring, it we could hardly watch it because it was so awful to watch, even though we were winning. That's yeah. how Gareth Southgate is setting up the England sides, and I he just insists, don't get it. The, the problem is, um, and it also it's talking about calling up his own favourites. Yeah. He's slight tangent for the podcast, but he, oh, he yeah. also brings up like Phillips and Henderson. Henderson yeah. is now in the retirement league. And like, and then you've got, um, you've got Phillips who's not playing at Man City. Yeah. Apart from Declan Rice though, we don't really have holding midfielders. So you can't really call up too many. Other, so if Declan Rice gets injured, you need another. I thinking about the good English holding midfielders. I can't think of many at the top mm. level. No. So he's probably going for his, his tried and tested there. But who do you actually, like, he insists on playing a holding midfielder. I actually think we need to stop playing a midfield three We've, and, and attack teams yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. You know, we don't need, we don't need those, those two midfielders and one holding. You could, ha- you, could have, you could have Rice and then Bellingham maybe. Um, or if you're going to play a three, it doesn't, you could, ha- yeah, and you're going to play that holding. Hopefully Rice doesn't get injured, hmm. but he, he ties so much of his tactics to that formation having a defensive midfielder. And I get that for when you're playing the bigger sides. But if you if you took the training wheels off this England team, the mm. amount of goals that's in it is incredible. Do so. you remember the, the final against Italy uh, when we just came out attacking, playing that typical like Premier League, really high-paced, high-intensity attack 
sort of formation that clearly I don't think Southgate wanted us to play actually, but they the players themselves were really up for it and that's what they were doing. And look but how after we scored it. Look dropped. how much look, yeah, literally. Look how much we dominated that game and to go on and score and then Southgate had a word with them all and suddenly they just dropped back and just wanted to nick it one nil. That seems to be the whole approach with England under Southgate. Oh, we'll just nick it one nil. We'll score a goal and then we'll sit back and 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 it's like that's this that whole reason is just it's wasted potential and wasted talent. And that's Congrats why to our just Scottish listeners, moment, by the way, for, for like, qualifying for the Euros. Um because I saw I saw that happen. Um yeah. so congratulations. I know we've got quite a few oh, yes. Scottish listeners to the pod. Yeah. So congratulations. Um but yes, club football is back and we are all very happy for it. This yes. weekend, Saturday the twenty first of October, Sheffield Wednesday will be playing Watford away. And that is a, a bit of a trial by fire for Rull. So it'd be interesting to have seen uh, Zisco play against Watford. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it? But uh, they're currently going off the back of a draw and a loss and another loss and another loss. Watford aren't doing well. I talk about trial by fire because... Um, I'm not talking about the typical trial by fire there where you're playing a team that's better than you. We're playing a team that at this moment we need to beat because they yes. are relegation fodder with us currently. Yeah. They have 10 points from 11 games. We are seven points behind them because we are that far <laughs> off. <laughs> we are but like looking at, I haven't read the table, right? And you know, like we do the roundup and we read the table. Yeah. I've not done that in quite some time, but I'm not reading at the top end like I was last season where Leicester City sit with 30 points. Oh, Because we have three. <laughs> it makes me really sad seeing Ipswich Town at, in second just flying high because that's what we should have been because they effectively built their team properly, I feel. Like they built a championship team in League One. They spent a lot of money. And stuff. And they, but, but, but yeah. And they did it right, you know, mm. so... Um, they spent high, we, but they spent res- responsibly, even though it was high. You know, they had a long-term investment sort of spending plan, and it's paying off. Yeah, clearly. I say I'll that, read you the bottom of the table because this oh, yeah. is what yeah yeah this is what Roll has to start with. So Sheffield yes. Wednesday on three points above us, double our points. Twenty-third place is Rotherham with six points. <clears throat> then QPR have got eight points. Safety for Wednesday is currently 10 points. We are seven points off safety, 10 games in. Uh, and that is Stoke City. But joint on 10 points, so 20th place, is Watford. Now we picked up a point at Huddersfield, who are in 19th. And then Plymouth mm. are one above them. So two next two games could be huge games already. Yeah, And Rule has got a start in them. We have got Watford followed by Plymouth. The Plymouth game, however, will be live on this channel for uh, Dexterity Watch. So, And something will happen around the Rotherham game, which might be a Dexterity Watch or something bigger than that. We are still working out the logistics of that because there there's quite a lot of uh, content from us over the next couple of weeks. So we will sort that. But basically, Wednesday needs to sort it out and win these two fixtures. Now, you would give the new manager some room for error I guess but he kind of also this is what I'm saying he's not been given that luxury he's been thrown in after Wednesday need these points and they need the points from the teams like Watford and Plymouth that are down yeah. there with us yeah. because otherwise the gap gets bigger Yeah, and then you look to where the points are going to come from I personally think every game is a must win game now because it's now getting down to the you know when we were constantly saying oh um, November is when we should judge sort of how we're going to do now is the crunch time now this is this is when people are going to start predicting as many already have actually um about where teams are going to finish and every single football comment uh, content creator is still saying that we're going to finish rock bottom even though we've just I don't signed, think we'll finish bottom I don't think we're going to finish bottom I actually don't think we're going to finish in the relegation spots now I don't think we're getting relegated with this new manager coming in I don't know um, enough but I would I would I would imagine that we've the one the, thing I'm worried about is do we lack enough quality up front to get ourselves out of it? Because you can kind of we kind of got by on that last season when we I say we weren't prolific, but Michael Smith scored a lot of goals. But it's one of those things that when you don't know where all the goals are going to come from, 
in this situation, we could have really done with someone who can bag him, and we ain't got it. I mean, I think we, I think Michael Smith does have it, but he just hasn't been played because he doesn't fit. He didn't fit the the Cisco type of striker that he wanted to play. You know, but we also For we also don't know if it's going to work head. under Rull. That's the thing we've yeah. got now. We don't know if it's going to work in that situation, and that's the kind of worry when you look at it. Really, um, we've got two fixtures that are pretty much must win fixtures, and if we win both of those fixtures. We will be on nine points, which is not enough to get us out of the relegations. So we could win both of those fixtures and still be in trouble. Mm. So that's why it's important that we start putting points on the board. Because after that, guess what? It's another must win because we're playing Rotherham. Yep. Watford, Plymouth, Rotherham. We need, they're all teams within 10 points of us. We need to win them. We do. And then it's Bristol City. Then it's Millwall. And then it's Birmingham and we're flying. Then we've got mm. Leicester. So this is where the points start to dry up. Birmingham, Leicester. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Blackburn, who are another team that we should be trying to beat at this situation, yeah. given their points. And then Stoke. Stoke are another team. So we've got, we've basically got three teams we have to beat. Then we've got about th- four matches where it could go either way. And we're probably going to lose quite a few of them. You would, you would understand if we lost a couple of them, definitely. Mm. You don't understand if we'd lose them all. We'd be awful, but you know what I mean. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then we've got we've got two matches again that are must wins. But then we're getting to mid December, and a lot can change by mid December. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, let's move on to some community topics. So we've been uh, we haven't been ignoring these. We just haven't been utilizing them as much as we possibly could have earlier. That was very so, diplomatically put, Dex. Good job. Good job. Good job on that one. That was a that was a good diplomatic way of phrasing that we've kept forgetting to check the tab. Um. The, the, <laughs> well, yeah, the Discord's we're not, not been very active today. recently. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. So Maple Leaf writes in. Um, yes. We're going to save some of yours, but he's always got great ones. He goes, do you think Chancery had a change of heart about putting money in, or do you think the manager change in coaching staff is where it ends? In other words, do you think there will be players arriving in January? Now, this is a good question. Do we think he's going to... He, talk, he made that additional money comment, didn't he? Do we think he's going to actually inject money into the club in January or do you think he's going to stick to his word and it's just going to be freeze and loans? It's a mixed bag because... Um, you see, I, I also think a lot of that statement was made in a very... I think it was it was clearly very emotionally written. It was very much a knee-jerk emotional response. And... I don't know whether or not he will follow up on that um, because he's, he is a very, emo- he's like a very, he, he's led by his emotions a lot. I feel is chance theory. And I, I just think it all depends on how we are doing in by that point. I think possibly if it looks like we're going down, uh, you know, in that, in that situation, nothing's really changed. I think possibly he'll either go, Oh, well we, we just have to hope that it changes or he will go for broke, or not go for broke, but spend this apparent thirty-nine million that we allegedly could spend but aren't doing. That he is quoted to have said um, in a Star article, I think it was, or um, a news article. He said we could spend thirty-nine million if we wanted to, but we're trying to be more sustainable with how we run things, so we're not spending a penny. Um, and maybe he might dip into that—that that we could spend, or. I don't know. I think we've just got to see, but I think definitely that statement. You know what I th- very... do? You know what I think happens when he talks about this now. I think he's gonna he will renege on that if yes. Roll starts uh, Roll starts putting it together. Yeah. So if he start, if we see between now and the end of December, if we see a bit of a transformation in this team, we see players fitting, but we don't quite have a cutting edge somewhere. I think he'll go right. If you need that position, I'll back you. I do yeah. think I do think that will be because at the end of the day, Chance here is talking about he's not going to do it while fans are saying this about him in the club. The best yeah. way to win over the fans is make sure we're doing all right. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's a case of you will always have the fans that will never go back on it. I'm struggling to see how eventually he doesn't need to sell this club now. We'll talk about that. that actually, there's going to be a Talking Wednesday Extra soon, a little bit more about that. Um that we're gonna we're gonna be talking about that. So, uh, oh yeah, we didn't mention it at the start. Memberships available. Click join below um, for little breakouts like that and and that sort of thing. Think of the old days of the podcast. Going to put a bit more of that into extra now. 
Um, but and if you're on the second tier, you can see my very funny video where I have rated the top 10 tin pot clubs. And I really want people to watch that because it's a really funny video and I'm actually quite it's happy all, with it's, it. It's, it's, it's very completely baity. So yes, do it's watch very that It's very baity. It's very funny. I was I was laughing watching it, to be honest, but I feel like but that's yeah, really I, egotistical. Anyway. Back, back to make, make what make, I love it. He actually bought a membership to the channel to watch himself. It's great. Yes, um, yeah. Maple, Maple <laughs> Leaf, um, to go back to your question, I think the, I think it will have been a statement in Hurt. And I think if he sees a positive sign under roll and he sees us making progress with the right signings, he'll probably do it. Rule's got to sell it to him, I think. He's got to sell him the the vision and has got to sell him the... He's got to give him, effectively, the business plan why you should spend this certain amount of money because this is where we yeah. want to get and this is the proof because of look at how we've turned this around. So... It's, it's also because he, he probably he probably needs he probably needs a bit of youth in there. He probably... If yeah. he talks about playing this high-intensity counter-press, he needs players who are going to be able to run through a brick wall. So yep. I think that's where you're going to find it because... If you can have that rejuvenation in January, I just think about that Leeds team that got run run to absolute, you know, the yeah. extremes under Bielsa. If you're going to have that level of sort of intensity, you're yeah. going to need the players that are all in. So Absolutely. he might need, he might, he, that's why he's going to need the support in January. And I would hope Chancery would open up the, uh, the purse strings a little bit there. But thank you for writing in on that, uh, Maple Leaf. Andy writes in and says, since Jordan Rose has scored more goals than our club this season, should we consider a move in January? Oh. Well, I mean, look, the fans wanted him last time and look how it turned out. So, uh, mm, it, I know. I, I mean, I don't think it's he's very, any better than what we've baity, got. Look, it's a baity question, isn't it? It's a it's a it tongue is. in cheek it's question. Yeah, yeah. It's obvious. I mean, I, I I don't think he's better than what we've got, personally. But. No, I don't. I think I think in League One he's no better than he's probably he's probably that good level in League One. But he's he's basically yeah. a Michael Smith. Oh yeah, and yeah. Mike and and I'd rather have Michael Smith. Same, to be honest. Same. Because uh, I'll be honest, I think Jordan Rose, he comes across as a great character in that and he, he seemed like a nice bloke and stuff while he was with us and I wish it could have worked out different. However, he took so much money from this club and it, it, so much of a bad investment went into him that it's always going to leave a bit of taste, that one for me. We could have built an entire training complex with the money that we spent on Jordan Rhodes. Yeah, Just think about that for a second. Sick, isn't it? Yeah. We could have bought land and built an entire complex like Leeds have done next to Ellen Road for the same amount of money that one player cost back in the day. And the only reason we didn't do that is because a fan survey said that most people wanted money spending on players, not infrastructure. And Chancery went with it to get fans on side. So... You know, in Chancery, if you do come to ever sell in the club, just just write off the Jordan Rose thing, right? Just uh, yeah. write that off because we didn't we didn't ask you to spend ten ten odd million on him. We just yeah, we didn't ask that. Pe people only wanted we him wanted if he Jordan wasn't Rose, going but we to didn't like... want him that much. Yeah. Oh, ten, that ten, much money. Ten million. He was never man. worth it. See, I, I think they, because it was Chancery, who at the time didn't have really any knowledge about how the how transfers were properly supposed to work, I think that middle the, the Middlesbrough chairman took advantage of that and well upped the price and was like, yes, okay, fine, 10 million. Yeah. I think that's sort of what happened. Good old, good old Mr. Yeah, Gibson. Yeah, I, I reckon you could have got Rhodes for four, but even in the height of it, oh, I reckon yeah. you could have got him for four with maybe add-ons to six. He cost Definitely more. Like paid. It, it cost more to get Jordan Rhodes than it took to get Gary Hooper. Probably the greatest striker we've had since David Hurst. It cost more to get Jordan Rhodes than it did Gary Hooper. Jesus Christ, how we fell. Um, but yeah, no, Hooper was a Hooper. Just seems to always be in the right place. Favorite striker in living memory is Gary Hooper. Anyway, I still think we got rid of him too early as well. Yeah, I do. It was Joss, wasn't it? And Fletcher's gone to Wrexham now. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? Are you ready to see him in the documentary? 
But yes, I think that's where I'm going to leave this week's episode of Talking yes. Wednesday. Uh, 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 moving on from the actual Wednesday talk, though, have you played the new uh, EAFC? Um, Jack, I've not spoke to you about yes, it. Yes, it is. Because uh, I'm I'm a PC player of it, and the PC port of the game is about as well as you can imagine an EA PC port to be. It's playing just like Jedi for, uh, Jedi Survivor, if any of you have played that. Do you know the only on... mode I'm being able to play consistently at the minute is... Ultimate team. Oh, ultimate team and it's funny because because yeah. ult- ultimate team is the only thing that actually works because career mode is bugged the player career i really like the ideas that they were doing with it but it just fe- it just feels like after you've gone through a season it just feels weird for yeah. example you can set like target clubs and stuff but play but teams can no longer buy you or anything like that so it's a case of you you have to you I have did to terminate so, your tra- own contract, basically. No, that- you, you can't. No. You basically have to reach some objectives to get another contract at your club. If you don't reach them, you don't get another contract. Everything is a one-year rolling contract, basically, and it's a good way of doing it and being able to like yeah. set target clubs and stuff. But I actually, the reason I used to like player career, it, it, it was ages ago in FIFA, is I would start for Wednesday. I'd turn myself into a great player. And then I would like be sold for like a hundred million, and Wednesday would get a hundred million, and then I'd retire, and Wednesday would still be a fairly rich club for me to do a couple of seasons within a career, and I liked that, you know, like. Yeah. Um, but there we go. Um, that's um, we're gonna we're gonna do a bit of talking Wednesday extra stuff today. So yes. Make sure that you are a member at the second tier of the channel if you want that. We do make some things available to the uh, first tier of membership, but first tier membership, uh, but it, but second tier membership is where all that stuff does tend to come in, and it would really help the channel, especially in these times to to keep think keep the lights on with everything that that would be appreciated. But if you can't support us in any of those ways, even the first tier, second tier, third tier, any of those, if you can just subscribe and like. Leave us reviews, all of those things. They help more than you know in terms of algorithms and um, keeping us going on that front. But uh, uh, have you got anything to add before we wrap up today, Jack? Uh, yes, I have, actually. Um, ich bin nicht, fl- nicht fließend, aber ich spreche ein bisschen Deutsch. Um, willkommen bei Sheffield Wednesday, Danny Röll. Uh, wir hoffen, dass Sie Ihre Zeit hier genießen und viel Erfolg mit, uh, mitbringen. There you go. That's a little message to Danny Röll, if he at all listens to this podcast did you say something then that i'm gonna have to edit out or was no, it okay no no it was literally welcome to sheffield wednesday danny rill um we hope you enjoy your time here and bring much success i hope you're using a legit translator anyway that's yes, been it for yes, episode 139 of the talking wednesday podcast take care and we will see you in the next episode of talking wednesday cheers